This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Hi everyone, it's Delfina Correa here from Be Made Whole, certified with the Maxwell Leadership Team, and we exist to lead powerful, positive change through values-based leadership and people development. Now today I've got a guest with me, and we're talking about an interesting topic. We're going to talk about developing our teenagers today and our young um, adult children, and the topic that we want to talk about is dating which is a very hot topic, uh, lots of different opinions that are out there. And the person I have with me to um, talk to us about dating is uh, Danny Carmichael Green. He was a high school teacher before being called to serve as a pastor. And currently he serves as a pastor at the Bay Christian Family Church. And he's the dean of the Bible College there. He's the operations manager um, at the church. And he's been married for 33 years. He's got three sons, and uh, he's a grandfather of uh, one grandchild as well, and he has a passion for young people, and he focuses strongly on godly relationships. Danny, can you just tell us a bit about your experience working with the youth before we jump in? Oh, wow. Daphina, that's uh, uh, when you say a little bit of my experience. As you see, I, um, I trained as a teacher and that before that, I was always involved in youth groups. I loved working with young people. I spent a lot of time either on the sports field or in the classroom or even today with young people, always chatting to them about where they are, because I believe that there is so much power to be unwrapped in young people. There is so mm. much potential, and much of it is being directed by the wrong sources. And so, yes, yes. I, I just uh, I find myself always drawn towards them and the things that interest them. Yes. Um, and uh, dating is such a big part of a teenager's life, isn't it? They're just discovering that they are um, bec- they're becoming adults now. They can do things they couldn't do before. They're allowed to do a few things they couldn't do before. And it's quite a daunting thing, actually. Um, uh, you know, we've all been teenagers and uh, how you don't realize how little you know when you're a teenager. But that's what today's topic is about. We want to talk about uh, dating. And uh, for the listeners, this uh, uh, interview that we're having today has got two parts, so we will continue next week. So if you want to hear both parts, uh, tune in again next week. Today we're going to talk about the world's pattern of dating. And next week we're going to talk about a better way. And uh, Danny's going to help us with that throughout uh, these interviews. So, Danny, in, in the world's pattern of dating, can you tell us a bit about the problems and the dangers that come with the worldly way of dating that most people out there know? Yeah, Delphine, I think the important thing is for us as parents and as young people involved in this process, we need to understand that from almost a, from the time they go to pre-primary today, young people, young children, are introduced to this concept of dating, having a boyfriend, having a girlfriend. Mm. It is a very emotionally charged subject, as you said, right from the start, because long before we become teenagers, this expectation of having a someone special in your life yeah. is yeah. created for young people. 
You know, one of the top reasons young people date, and you go and have a look at um, the people that do the studies around it, they say to you, young people want to date to feel wanted, mm. to feel understood, to fit in. Yeah. And, you know, as you said in my in my intro, I am a father of three young boys, and I can tell you now, even as you take them into pre-primary, there is this almost, and, and, and it seems so cute, and it seems so innocuous, uh, but there's little um, pressure that begins to grow around having our children fit in and to feel wanted and to have people recognize them and value them. Mm-hmm. And so uh, as they grow up, there is this, need to receive that value and of course that becomes the language of young people and then we all know that as you hit puberty and and hormones begin to flood into our bodies and into our minds if our thinking is already determined to go down a particular line we have almost no way of stopping this interaction that begins to happen. Mm. And remember, dating speaks about the concept of having a exclusive relationship with someone for a romantic purpose. And so from young age, we are pushed towards this romantic relationship, which is so difficult to understand. In my biography, you said, you know, I'm married for 33 years. Well, You know, I dated that young lady um, from the time that I was about 16. So I went through the roller coaster of the emotions that come upon you when you date. Mm -hmm. And I am not here today trying to tell people that, you know, dating is, is absolutely wrong. What I need us to understand is that there are enormous dangers that go with it. And the kind of relationship that my wife and I have is one in a million where you can actually meet at that young age and navigate the pathways until marriage and then survive the pressures that come with marriage and the world and all the other things that go with it. Mm-hmm. But I believe God has a, has a plan for every single one of us. And that is the that is the, the the thing that we should be aspiring to. We mm. should be looking for that plan. Yeah. You see, in the pattern of dating today, young people are encouraged to experiment. Mm. You're not uh, you're not meant to necessarily stay together forever. You know, you're going to date this one, and then you're going to change that relationship. And you're going to date someone else. So with it comes this pressure that. What, what are we going to call it? We're going to call it the, the cycle of rejection. Mm. I'm either the person who is going to be rejected or I'm the one that's going to be rejecting someone else. Yeah. And that is that is one of the dangers, and we'll talk more about that now. But if you think about it, along with that pressure of being accepted comes the, the social status. You know, if the person I date or the person I am being dated uh, by either gives me social standing or takes away my social standing mm-hmm. because of the, how do we put it, the the, the vulnerability yeah. of youth. You know, as we grow up, 
we really don't mind so much what everybody else thinks about us. We become a little bit more um, self-determined to 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 like who we want to like. But when we're young, yeah, we want everybody else to agree with the people that like us. And so my social standing can be affected by who wants to date me or who doesn't want to date me. And then once I'm in that relationship, the present day pressures, I I watch every Sinana game with my boys as they were growing up. I was determined to sit down and watch what they watch on TV and and see some of the, uh, the movies they were watching. And today there's so much more screen time with things like uh, the TikTok yeah. programs and all the rest of it. And in this, you watch the the pressure of how to perform in a relationship. Mm-hmm. What is expected of you with regards to your time, with regards to your physical contribution to that relationship. You know, young people today are pressurized into physical interactivity way before they're ready to even understand yeah. the consequences of that. In South Africa, our statistics of of unwanted pregnancies amongst very, very young teenage people is enormously high. And so we can see that this pressure continues to grow. Even some parents who now I would be talking to parents as, as my boys were growing up and still do today, and they talk about the pressures they have around their boys or girls wanting to go out and date and how they want to interact with other people. And it almost feels sometimes that parents are ill-prepared to deal with that pressure when it comes. Because the the teenager, the young person, applies so much, um, you put it, uh, emotion to this need to have a relationship with somebody that is going to affirm them, that's going to give them the sense of, I'm I'm loved, I'm accepted, mm. I fit in. And that pressure, often parents don't know how to interact with it, and so they allow it. And and then you, you sit at home and you, you're so concerned about what's happening when when they're not with you. And then you have to deal with the, the fixing up and the repairing when it mm. goes south, which it inevitably will because they're too young to make it last. Yeah, yeah actually... So, I think when we the talk re- about dating today. We have to understand those pressures. Yes, you know, you mentioned earlier about they want to have feel valued, and yet when they get into these relationships, they're gonna get rejected. <laughs> they want, yeah. and so, it's like they're not really gonna achieve the thing that they're really at the at the core of who they are, what they really are wanting. Because either they will reject someone, or they will get rejected. There's gonna be this kind of emotional upheaval happening which doesn't really make you feel valued. And um, it's true what you're saying. Uh, there's actually, it's like you, they want something, but they do, they're doing the wrong thing to get it, if you will. Exactly. And you know, what, what we don't understand is that rejection is a very powerful psychological yeah. um, experience mm-hmm. in people's lives, even for adults. Yeah. Um, so imagine when you're a teenager and your brain is, is still developing. There are whole areas of the brain that only the, uh, only complete their development, they tell us, by the age of 27. Yeah. So you imagine what it's like when all these hormones are flooding into this young mm. person and they are 
uh, in a process or the cycle of rejection because you know modern day dating how do you overcome being dumped you date again and yeah. there's and eventually you get into the cycle and the psychologist and I'm not a psychologist so I can just tell you you know the research I've done when dealing with young people they'll tell us that you know rejection can can sever social connections so obviously you can't now interact with a certain group because you're now angry with them or even your friend rejected them and so now you can't interact mm. and that leads to negative emotions they tell us that it reduces the cognitive performance now in picture for yourself young people are studying they're at, at school part of the, yeah. the pressure of society is to do academically well at school and yari is something that can reduce your cognitive performance it can lead to aggression and yeah. it can change their self esteem mm-hmm. they, they they even say to us that rejection piggybacks on the physical pain pathways in the brain yeah now just mm-hmm. you're actually feeling pain because you've been rejected now mm-hmm. again i i speak from my own Uh, experience there were times when i went through that as a young teenager and the trauma or uh, and the sadness it it takes you a while to pick yourself up again when somebody that you thought loved you turns around and says they hate you they don't even not like you anymore mm-hmm. uh, it, because it becomes so emotionally charged mm-hmm. in this process of of rejection and and um being accepted again and trying to find another day. So I'm sure that if we just look at it this is why I find it so conflicting Delphine is mm. it seems out there that there are people that say to us we must just let them find their own way and then when you look at the science we're saying well hang on this own way this way of doing things is actually setting them up as you said for failure. Yeah. Because mm. we're not helping them navigate this lifestyle, this uh, pathway of finding who they are. Yeah. It seems to all boil down to that emotionally they're not ready. They are too vulnerable. They and to handle the pressure of that of the uh, a relationship on that level where inevitably it does escalate, you know, it starts with holding hands and and then it's a kiss and uh, inevitably with all those hormones flying it's going to escalate and yeah. uh, so physically they can it can go that way but emotionally they're not actually ready for it to escalate uh, you know, that makes any the, sense yes it does that's what i'm uh, picking up one of the things that we have to be aware of as a young person is uh, we tend to be all in or not in at all mm. so you know with the emotion is unguarded and and that's something parents need to be aware of is that yeah. the emotion is unguarded we don't know how to guard our hearts as young people yeah so we land up giving everything you know we make these statements like um i love you with all my heart um when 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 you're 12 or you're yeah. 15 or <laughs> You know, I love you with all my heart. I, 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 I can't live without you. 
Mm. And you I know just by spending time in the Word that our words are powerful. And when we start giving ourselves over to these kind of relationships that inevitably are going to end in disaster, the, the very few that actually last are wonderful and, and it's amazing, but they, they are not, they're the exception to the rule. Yeah. Mm. The truth is most of these are going to end and we have made such emotional commitments mm. um, that it's very difficult to come back from that. Yeah. So when the other person now looks at that and, 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 and throws it away and disregards it, you start to feel unsafe. You start to feel that do you do you, can you really trust yourself? Can you really mm. trust other people? Yeah. And you know, we I am always so saddened when I hear about how much young people struggle with depression and mental mm. health issues. And they have so much to face. Yeah. As they as they go through this period of, of puberty and, and growing up to maturity. And and let's be serious, it is not easy out there. We know in our country with you know so few young people getting employed that you know it's it's important that young people are focused and ready to take on those sort of challenges. Mm. And now you have to deal with the concept of this. I, I've had a trauma and I, and I don't know how to get back from it. Yeah. And that, that is not easy. And, and for a parent to, to simply be able to say, you know, well, get on, get over it. It happens to all of us. Uh, that is to ignore, yeah. as I said, the, the fact that some of this is really physical. It's, yes. not, just in, it's not just a perceived concept mm. because they've given so much of themselves. Yeah, they've actually given more than what they should have at that point. Well, you know, now that you're saying that, um, you know, that old term courting, uh, mm-hmm. can you just touch on uh, what what is courting? Uh, how does it work if you have to compare that next to dating? Let's call dating the world's way and courting, let's say that's the old fashioned way. You put those next to each other. How do they look different? Could you give well, us a bit of a like a... a so, so that the listeners can kind of get a picture of the two different ways. Of okay, so we're, we're starting to tackle on a little bit of things that we, we're going to get to um, a little bit mm. more. But, yeah. yes, just briefly, the concept brief, of, mm. of understanding that young people need to develop relationships. There's no doubt about it. They need to know how to interact with people of the opposite sex. Um, they need to know how to, um, how do we say, navigate yes. this relationship. So the, the the concept of courting or the word courting in those days was was the idea that somebody would be in the vicinity to help create a boundary so that the relationship didn't go beyond that which was mm. safe for the couple. So... Courting was, uh, is, is a process whereby we build a relationship. We look to get to know each other before we commit ourselves to any physical and mm-hmm. deep emotional commitment. So mm-hmm. it, it's there as a bit of a break. It's a bit of a guideline. It's actually a protection. It's yes, protection, it a protection, emotional protection for the two, that they don't 
have their hearts broken if it doesn't work out kind of thing. Yes, and look, there's a modern way of, of courting today, and, and, and it is exactly that, the, the concept of developing boundaries so young people can feel safe to interact with each other um, and still be able to build a relationship without mm. over-committing, without investing. I like mm. using that word, yeah. investing more than I have available. Mm. You see, if you over-invest emotionally and physically in a relationship mm. and somebody rejects you, you are not just bankrupt, you now owe more than what you have. Mm. You're in emotionally you're in debt and you have to make this up yeah and that is the process so the idea of creating boundaries for young people a relationship style that allows them to yes get to know people of the opposite sex get to know people mm. explore this attraction mm. that i'm feeling yeah. but it does also require us to be in a society where we understand that. Yes. You know, that there's, there was a lot of, my boys didn't go to a Christian school or a private school. They went to public school. So they were interacting with people of the opposite sex. And to be honest, I was often very surprised at how aggressive young people can be in the pursuit of mm -hmm. this. Yeah. Um, it, it, it blew me away. It, it wasn't what I grew up with. And I, sometimes I, I've got to remind myself, I don't, we don't live in those days anymore. Yeah. But aggressiveness of the pursuit often makes it more dangerous. Mm. Um, I shared with you while we were talking about this that, you know, one of my young sons was, because they has a, he had a cell phone, um, we allowed cell phones after the age of 13, he got a a, a communication that said, you know, are we going to eventually kiss at some stage? And I'm going, <laughs> I would never have been invited by a young lady at, when I was at school to physically go into that relationship. If I wanted to kiss somebody, I would have to make that first move. But it almost seems with our yeah. um, social media that we have today that young people can talk to each other in a far more aggressive manner then we would have been able to do face-to-face -face a couple of when I was young. Yeah. And then, obviously, now that when we come back together face-to-face, -to -face, we have to meet up to the expectations that we've created in mm. our social media. That's right. And that's another pressure that they're under. Yes. You know, we have run out of time today, but uh, we just started on that topic of the courting and how it creates a protection and a boundaries. And next week, we're going to continue with this great topic. We're going to talk about this better way. Uh, and I, I want to bring that to the parents of the of teenagers so that they can begin already working with their teenagers. And we're going to talk about how we, we as parents can prepare our teenagers and, and guide them into this better way of... Um, dating, which we've now just touched on courting. So we're going to wrap it up for today. Uh, Danny, thank you so much for your time. And we're going to um, connect with you again uh, next week. And we're going to continue this interesting topic of dating. I look forward to it, Delpina. Great. Uh, and for the listeners, if you want to know anything more about Be Made Whole, you can go to bemadewhole.co.za 
and there you will find all that information. So thank you so much for being with us today and uh, we look forward to uh, bringing you some interesting topics again next week as we reconnect. Thank you very much. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.